what's up people how y'all doing a happy monday people i'm feeling good i'm looking good people people i'm your boy chris j i'm your host all the sports and loves me back the nba was a crazy weekend it was madness in the nba from the eastern conference the western conference people if you're a sports fan definitely basketball you were definitely pleased this weekend. This was an exciting weekend. I mean, from so many teams, great wins, tough losses. As a sports fan, basketball fan, I was so impressed. I was happy because even though it was some games, I wish that went a different way. But just overall, it was a great weekend. It was great, people. And just from Every team, I'm going to talk about just certain topics that I've seen over the weekend because I watched all the games, the game sevens, game one. I watched everything, people, game six. It was exciting. And first off, I must talk about the first game. I must talk about if the Nets and Bucks. The Bucks beat those Nets 115-111 in game seven. Um, Giannis and the Bucks came into Mo- uh, came into Brooklyn and won Game Seven. Th- they won. Giannis had 40 points, 13 rebounds, five assists. He was great. I I will say this: though, watching this, uh, going to Game Seven, I was the question mark: Will Giannis show up? Because usually, you know, the uh, the Bucks have not played the same on the road, and that and the question was: the uh, the Nets have Kevin Durant and 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 I, and I trust Kevin Durant. More than Giannis, Giannis showed up. The guy was very efficient. Had, had a great game. Then in overtime, Giannis hit a great floater to tie the game up, 111. And then on next possession, uh, Durant came down. Brooke Lopez blocked the shot. Joe Harris missed a three once again. He's trash. Just saying. Um, they got the ball back. Chris Middleton made a shot, and they went up two. And that was the OT because. The Nets were gas and the Bucks were gas. It's just the Bucks made got stops and made shots at the right time, and so I give credit where credit is due. The Bucks came into uh, Brooklyn and won Game Seven, won Game Seven, and they advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals, and, and they will face the Atlanta Hawks. And um, first off, I'm gonna talk about Kevin Durant. You know, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is just um. The guy is on another planet right now. Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA. I don't care what anybody says. Kevin Durant, he's the best player in basketball. Last night, the guy, I mean, on, on Saturday night, he showed you once again who he is. Put some respect on his name. He had 48 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal and 1 block. He played the entire game plus overtime. He hit the game-tying three to send the game in overtime, and I thought it was a three. Watching that game live on, on Saturday night, I thought it was a three-pointer. But Kevin Durant, he his toenail was was on the line, so it was a two-point shot. I was mad because at after that shot, Durant was gassed. He was tired, and just down the stretch, you can't keep asking one guy to win the game for you. He needs help, you know. Or James Harden being hobbled, not being very efficient. Kyrie being got with an ankle injury, and just Joe Harris can't make shots, can't do anything. Jeff Green did have a great game five, but in game seven, he had zero points in 13 minutes, 
And so, didn't even shoot the ball, I don't believe. He had zero points and zero attempts shooting the basketball. And it just came down to it. Now, now Blake Griffin did show up. He had 19 points, but he got fouled out. So, I believe if Blake was in that game at that point, Blake could help the team out. But it just shows you as great as as great as great Kevin Durant is, you can't win by yourself. And watching that game, um, it kind of got me I think about LeBron James. Because LeBron... From his whole career, it just he's always definitely from Cleveland, Miami, back to Cleveland, the Lakers. He's always had to show up every night, and, and when he loses, the blame is on on LeBron James. And so, I can't give Durant a pass. Still, I mean, you lost, but Kevin Durant, from from my perspective, it's straight respect because I give credit where credit is due. This guy. Uh, the loss wasn't on him. I know in overtime, he went over six, didn't make a shot, missed the game, tying three, shot an air ball. But, you know, it shows you that, hey, his legs were gone. The guy was gassed. And, um, and so I bet LeBron didn't watching that game. Like, that's what, I, that's what I've been going through from day one. And so, but uh, Ke- uh, Kevin Durant, I respect him. For all the basketball fans, the basketball haters, people that don't know basketball or just talk, about basketball if you don't respect Kevin Durant after this whole series man get out of here like you're just crazy this guy is unbelievable this guy is just he put a masterpiece on he put the league on effect like hey I'm Kevin Durant I'm that dude I'm that guy and I, you know even though the uh, the Nets lost hopefully next year they can get healthy but one of the question marks about Brooklyn Kyrie's always hurt Kyrie's always always hurt so usually health has always been an issue with Kyrie Irving and with James Harden um even though he's a great player I do believe if James Harden was 100% next one the series but the same time too James Harden has always had his issues with playoffs performances like showing up in the playoffs so so hopefully next year we we shall see if they if they can stay healthy with can be or potentially can be, you know, so we'll see. And so, um, but no excuses. I credit the Milwaukee Bucks from Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Giannis, the great coaching. I mean, you know, Mike Budenholzer, you know, just the Bucks right now, man, with all the team just left standing, I think they should be the favorite right now because uh, they should be the favorite or Right now, it's wide open, I would say, too. It's wide open between just the team that's in there. I'm talking about every team and what I've seen. First off, I must talk about the Los Angeles Clippers. They made NBA history. They made their first conference finals in franchise history. In 51 years as a franchise, the Clippers are in the Western Conference Finals, beating the Utah Jazz, coming back down from 25 points. People... At the end of the second quarter in halftime, the Jazz were up 72 to 50. The start of the third quarter, Mitchell hit a three over 25 points. I said, man, this game's over. There is no way the Jazz are blowing a 25-point lead. The auto momentum. They're feeling good. And then after that, the Clippers went on a rampage. They played, they got turnovers, defense, got stops. Kept making shots, kept making shots, kept fighting. They hit 14 threes all in the second half. They shot 75% from the field, people. Let that sink in. They shot 75% from the field all in the second half. 
Terrence Mann had 39 points, had his playoff career high. This guy played the game of his life. Um, Paul George, playoff P. People, uh, we can't talk about Paul George anymore. Playoff P, he's here. He has shown up this playoffs. He has sent the two games, uh, the past couple games without Kawhi Leonard. He's answered the call. Even with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George has been stepping up, stepping up. Playoff P, Morris. Um, um, Reggie Jackson has been, my God. He's had probably one of his best playoff runs ever because Reggie Jackson, this guy has been showing up. Clutch shot, clutch threes, clutch moments. The Clippers as a team, man, they got dealt. It seemed like I have never seen the Clippers as a team look like this. It's like they enjoy playing with each other. And I, I give credit to Tyron Lue because with Doc Rivers as the coach, the Clippers did not look this way. With Tyloo as the coach, the Clippers look like a different team. Tyron Lue, he's a better coach than Doc Rivers because one thing about Tyloo, he adjusts. Doc Rivers doesn't really adjust. And we've seen that versus the Doc versus the Hawks. Doc does not adjust. I'll get Doc Rivers in a minute. And for all those Sixers, it just made me sick. But the Clippers, they play the game. They play their hearts out. This team right here have no quit in them. They are the first team in NBA history to come back down from a series 0-2 twice. Versus Dallas down 0-2. Had to go on the road and win and did that. Down 0-2 versus the Jazz. Won four straight. This Clipper team, man, they've been facing adversity all playoffs. This team has no fight, no quit. This is a good basketball team. And I wouldn't be surprised if these Clippers beat Phoenix. Even though I got Phoenix winning this game in seven, a series of seven games, because I feel like when Chris Paul comes back, he comes back at some point. With all the, the protocol with COVID, I do believe CP3 will probably be in a uniform by game three. I would love to see Paul play tomorrow night, but I don't know. But I believe by game three or game four, Chris Paul will be back. And far with Kawhi Leonard with his health, his knee, I don't know right now. I don't think Kawhi is coming back for this playoffs run just he had a a knee sprain and Kawhi's type of player he's not gonna play play when he's not not a hundred percent but the Clippers man they are they're a good basketball team they got some fight even yesterday versus the Suns they almost won that game they did lose but they had a chance to win that game and the for the play on 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 Friday then come on Sunday and almost win the Clippers are a good basketball team so Watching them play, I've got credit where credit is due. They are here. They have arrived. Play RP. He's here. And this team, they have a lot of fight and grit, and they do not quit. Now, I got to go to Dot Rivers in the Philadelphia 76. You got beat. You lost to the Atlanta Hawks. Shout out to the ATL. I'm from Georgia, my home state. Not from Atlanta, but I am from Georgia, a country boy in the house. But I will say this, though. The Hawks, they playing with house money. You're playing with house money, go into a hostile environment, and win 103-96. They won three games in Philly. Three games in Philly. The Philadelphia 76ers, they should be embarrassed. They just, how you drop three games home? That's just inexcusable. Like, you have Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. You have players. You have great players. And how do you drop the ball like that? Me, personally... I just don't understand, like, because 
I understand they have, they, far as roster-wise, they were by far better than the Hawks. By far. Better players, better roster, bigger, more depth. But one thing you can't measure is heart. Heart. Grit. Fight. And the Hawks showed, uh, showed uh, a lot of heart. They didn't give up. They did not give up. Because with them, with the Hawks being down 18 in games four down 18 points they fought back on one game four game five down 26 points came back and won beat them and one thing about Doc Rivers he has a trend he has a trend people it's like everywhere Doc goes he just blows leads he blows leads last year versus the uh versus the uh the Nuggets he blew a a 19 point lead a 12 point lead 16 point lead he just blows leads and now with Philly, blow 18-point lead, blow 26-point lead. You drop three games at home. Doc Rivers, because why? Because Doc Rivers does not adjust. If I was Doc Rivers, I would have benched Ben Simmons. I don't care. I would have benched Ben Simmons because the guy cannot sh- He does not shoot. He doesn't shoot at all. Can't make free throws. Can't make anything. This guy literally cannot throw a bag of rice in the ocean. An ocean right beside him. He'll miss. He will miss the ocean and a bag of rice is right in his hand. The ocean to his left. He will throw the far throw in the bag and still miss it. That's how bad it is. He don't even shoot the ball. He just, it's just awful because in this day and time with how the three ball is used, you can't shoot the basketball. You can't do anything. You would not win a championship. The Philadelphia 76ers would not win a championship until Ben Simmons shoots the basketball. And makes free throws with sugar on top. Please, you sorry, Joker. My God. But I will say this, though. You got to give the Hawks credit. Ice Trey last night struggled. He struggled. But in moments, he hit big shots. And something about Trey Young, even though he didn't shoot the ball good from the field, he still had 10 assists. He still made plays for his team. And players stepped up. Players stepped up. Hunter or Hooter, whatever his name is, had 27 points. This guy was very efficient. He was the MVP for the Hawks last night. They won. They won the game. And what think about the Philly. Should they trade Ben Simmons? Yes, I would trade Ben Simmons. Trade him. That trade with James Harden is looking real dumb now because y'all should have traded for James Harden. Just saying. And I will say this too. Just, you know, with them, um... With everything that happened, that happened with uh just with the series, man, um, trade them because if I was Doc Rivers, I would have a one-on-one conversation with Ben Simmons and say this: it, we have two options. It's like this: either you gonna learn how to shoot the ball and make free throws and actually shoot the ball in the game. And you can't do that, man. We traded you because we can't win with you. If you can't do that, we cannot win with you. We can't do it because you have to make shots from the perimeter. You have to Ben. Ben Simmons has been in the league for five years. He's gotten no better. He's got he's been the same player. He's gotten no better. His jump shot hasn't got better. His free throws gotten worse. The guy doesn't even shoot attempt a shot past five feet. And it's like he hasn't gotten better. When I, I think about certain players, when they come into the league, can't shoot. 
They they elevate. They grow. Lonzo Ball came into the league, couldn't shoot. Not a guy making shots. Not even shoot. I look at like LeBron James. LeBron came into the league, not a great shooter, but LeBron can shoot the ball. He got better at shooting. I, I look at so many players. Like even if Ben Simmons just get a a twelve foot jumper, and you get a twelve foot jumper consistently and make free throws, y'all will be good. That's all you need. He doesn't even need a three ball. Just get a 12 to 15 foot mid-range shot. That's it. Get a post game where you can go to the paint, like do a teardrop, make post moves, make plays, and just make your free throws. Because if you guys get that, y'all will be good. But when you can't make free throws, like, like even last night, he had um he had in the post made a move. He had a dunk. He passed the ball away. You had a dunk. I forgot who was guarding him, but he had a dunk. And he gave up a dunk to pass. Guy got fouled. The guy missed the first free throw, made the second one. That could have been a dunk and one. That could have changed the game, got the crowd going, got this and that. But Ben Simmons, because he was afraid that they would foul him, hit with free throws. And that's what happened. Um, And it's just unfortunate. But, hey, the 76ers have dropped the ball once again. Like it's like this, cause next year it's gonna be even tougher. Because after this playoff run, man, the Hawks they gonna get better, and the Hawks are gonna add a piece. If I'm a team, a player seeing Atlanta play, I'm like, if they had me on that team, we'll go to another level. And then with Brooklyn next year, they come back healthy. Oh my God! Then the Bucks, say if the Bucks win a championship or get to the finals. They're coming back even more hungry next year. So, it's going to be even tougher. So, if I'm Philly, that Ben Simmons question mark, you better address it fast and hurry. Just saying. Now, the Phoenix Suns, uh, man, they did win game one yesterday. Beat the Clippers. They beat the Clippers 120-114. Devin Booker, my God, a 40-point triple-double. First playoff triple-double and. The Suns are a good basketball team. I got Phoenix in seven because I just believe Phoenix, you know, with the lap, with not having Kawhi Leonard, eventually it's going to show up. Eventually Kawhi's importance is going to show up because even though the Clippers playing with a lot of fight, a lot of grit, a lot of heart, eventually it's going to come point in the time where Kawhi Leonard's presence is going to be needed. It's going to show eventually because Paul George playing great. But eventually in the series or this playoff run, he's going to need that other star. And just saying, because I don't expect man to have 39 points a game again. I don't expect that. Like, I don't expect Jackson to drop 40 in the game, game, a crucial game. So, I mean, eventually the lack of Kawhi Leonard will show. And then Chris Paul's my bat. CP3 is the top five point guard of all time. And so that's going to show. So I think Phoenix with their health and their, and this their grit and how they play together, they're a better basketball team. But do not count out the Clippers. They've been great all post a postseason, and they proved me wrong. Um, the first round versus Dallas, I kind of felt like uh, even with Utah, I thought Utah would win the seven, but I was wrong. So the Clippers just keep proving Chris J wrong. So we'll see what happens. But. 
people. I'm your boy, Chris J. All the sportsmen loves me back. Have a great Monday morning. Chris J. Love y'all. I'm out. Peace.